Blog Talk Radio. government shuts down, you don't hear a peep from Stitcher. Yeah. That's the kind of news I like. Right. But but you want to listen to it. And it's easy to do. Find us. We're for free on the Stitcher app. It's Larger and Lawrence. Call us tonight at 888-787-4827. We appreciate you being here. I'm going to hand it over to my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. So now we're actually on. Well, excuse me. Uh, we had an outage. You know something, Clark? We had an outage. As soon as I mentioned the government shut down, we got pulled off. We got yanked off the air. <laughs> you know, and then I heard a helicopter outside. You know, if if you if you had a couple. Candles, Campbell soup cans and a string, and you're in the other room. I'd be able to connect to you. It's all internet thing. I'm telling you, man. There's something. There's a conspiracy against Larcher and Lawrenson Sports Show that's been infiltrated by the government because our sports news is so accurate and so dead on that they just have to shut us down. Well, just in that there was a there might have been an accident down at the end of the street and a telephone pole being involved. So that might have been some of it. Okay. Well, let's. That's one theory. Well, let's hand it over to my guy, Mr. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. Well, thank you, Clark Lawrenson. It's an honor to be back on these airwaves. You had again to bring you the latest happenings in the sports world. Of course, the government is officially shut down. So tonight we are completely unregulated for your listening ears as we bring you the best in not only Chicago sports, 
not only United States sports, not only pure American entertainment, but I am talking about sports across the globe. Not just the globe, but the universe. We are the universe's greatest sports show, and it's my honor to be a co-host with this man right here, Clark Lawrenson III. I couldn't be happier to be with you. Al, uh, I am the first. Uh, I'm, I'm Clark Lawrence the first. I've been drinking it, I Clark. Yeah, I, I got you a little wine. You know, you gave me a little wine, and maybe it's because I mixed it with some pills, but man, do I feel fine. You're feeling all right? Yeah. Me too. Uh, me too, my friend. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, nice little dinner. It was nice having dinner with you earlier. Tonight, it was sir. nice. Yeah, yeah, that was pleasant. Pork tenderloin. Yeah. A little uh, mozzarella salad. Have you ever you ever cooked on a in a uh, slow cooker? No, but I hear it's like uh, pretty amazing, and everything you do in there turns out. Man invented the wheel, mm-hmm. and man invented slow cookers. Amen it, to man. It, it was three minutes of prep. Yeah, that's what it took, and you just throw it in, come back six hours later, boom, boom. I did that. You did that. That was good. That was that was awesome. Thank Matt. you. Yeah, Lauren did the shopping for me. Wow. No, you guys you pulled together as a team. Something the Bears can't say they did. But uh, you two together were are like um, Chef Boyardee and um, the other guy, uh, Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker. There you go. Yeah. Beautiful. The other one. Uh, I I had the day off for the game. Was able to watch it and everything. I actually Sunday was set up for success. I went to the game. I was so sure we were going to win. I started taunting these Detroit fans in front of us. Oh, did you? Started poking at them, yeah. you know. I, they made, like, one penalty, and I'd be like, oh, well, that's what you get when you have an undisciplined coach. <laughs> and we were winning at the time. It was, like, 10-6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, got the lead. Well. That touchdown. I'll tell you, Al. Uh, I was set up uh, over here at the local the local pub. They, uh, they sent uh-huh. food out for you and everything. An old buddy of mine, I don't get to hang out with him too much, Travis. He lives on the south side. He came up. Sure. Watched the game with Lauren and I. They had, uh, what they have out? Clams, Lauren? Was that clams? Oysters. They had oysters out. They taste a little fishy. Well, I had a Polish sausage in uh, Fort Field. You had a Polish in Fort Field? Yeah, I did. How do they do Polish? Well, there's a lot of Poles in Michigan. Don't you remember Tim yeah, Allen yeah, yeah. on uh, Family Matters or whatever the hell show that was? Home Improvement? <laughs> Yeah, that guy. He used to get Polish all the time. Yeah. He used to do a lot of cocaine as well. Yeah, oh my. He's yeah, he a deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was into it. He was a dealer. He went oh, He went to prison yeah. for it. Definitely. You know his name is like uh, Tim Dick? Is it really? Yeah. I'll be darned. Huh. That's neat. You know who else probably does a lot? Who? That coach, that little pencil nick uh, there in Detroit. You think Schwartz is oh, on the, the Peruvian marching powder? You think he's uh, snorting for Berlin's White Christmas? Doesn't it make you mad to lose to that guy? Oh, God. I, you know what? Fan. I, mean, I know I didn't lose, but the team lost. If I wasn't so completely intoxicated and having watched, like, three Rocky movies, I would have been steamed. You, uh, yeah, you were pretty medicated through that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh... So if I bring up a play, you're going to just nod and try to... No, because like it was more about on. making fun of people from Detroit while there. Okay. That was my pastime. Yeah. Who, who else was involved? There were other people. Yeah. It wasn't it was just. I mean, it wasn't just me. No, I, I know that. No, no, like, no, uh, Entertaining myself. You, you named the one instance. You said you did it to people. I figured that it happened again. Well, there was one guy who looked like the mixture between Scooter and Ted. Oh. So he was named. Brent named him uh, Tudor. 
<laughs> and we almost traded Tudor for Scooter. That was, like, going to happen. But then, uh, like, Brent and Cliff went to the bathroom. Yeah. And they saw Tudor in there trying to pee. Yeah. And he had stage fright. This sounds like a story that you're telling me from when you were, like, 13 years old. So we had Tudor. We, oh, yeah, we saw Tudor in the bathroom then. He couldn't even pee in front of no, us. No, he couldn't. It was so funny. Yeah, that's so, amazing. Well, that's what happens when you're drunk and watching football and you're losing by 40 points. In Detroit, Rock City. Oh, my God. We got scammed in the first 15 minutes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, parking. Uh, parking. Well, you, you were parking there at the stadium. Some homeless guys basically had us park. We paid the homeless people to let us park on the sidewalk. <laughs> and here's the funny thing. In Chicago, yeah, the Tiki bus would have been gone in five minutes. In right. Detroit, after the game, after parking on the sidewalk in front of signs that say, do not park here. Right. The bus was there and no ticket. No ticket. No ticket. So there. really, nobody was scammed. It, it, it worked out in perfect Detroit uh, so, harmony. But you did pay sixty dollars for parking. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Wow. Sixty dollars for parking. That'll work. Yeah. Hey, it's cheaper than Chicago. Yeah, I guess so. Jeez. So. No, yeah, it was a great time. I had fun with the uh, the Trader Todd's group there, and uh, we had a, we had a blast. Good. That's really good. Uh, coming up a little bit later in the show tonight. We'll be talking, uh, Lauren, she'll be coming on so we can talk about our picks. We got to talk a little bit. We'll, uh, we'll recap our confidence pool pickups from last week as well. Okay, hopefully I won. Uh, you know, there, there was a score. I'm not going to say who won. I'm not going to announce it. I'm, I'm actually gonna, in suspense because I don't I'm know. I'm not going to be, you know. I know I dropped a stupid like Cleveland game. I, I mean, come on, man. Cleveland's I'm, winning games. I'm very happy to get there, Al. I'm very, very happy to get there. So that means you won. Is so, that what you're no, telling everybody? didn't say a thing. Nope. I, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. Uh, I'll tell you what. Did you make sure you picked Cleveland this week? Yes. Fool me once. I picked Cleveland, which means they're going to completely lose. I have no confidence in my confidence. Oh, yeah? I just checked in to see what condition my condition was in, and it wasn't good. Is that Kenny Rogers? In first edition. I just... A song written by the great Mickey Newberry, one of the saddest songwriters of all time. Big Lebowski soundtrack? Yeah, it's on there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Check out Mickey Newberry, though. Mickey Newberry. Mickey Newberry. Harold, Harry Newberry was a neighbor of mine back in Kirkland. Yeah, he's yep. not. He's no Mickey Newberry. Uh, and his son, uh, Justin, they uh, they do a lot of lawn mowing around there. Do they? Oh, yeah. They mow for the doctor's office in the backyard. Yeah. Wow, cool. do they just have the one client? Is uh, Doc McFeely in the uh, no, touch to they, they do most of the town. They do a lot of the town. They do the they whole do. town? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's like Debbie and Dallas. Well, I mean, they do it a little different than that. Okay. Yeah. They do it with lawnmowers. Well, I mean, Debbie and Dallas, that was back in the 70s, right? There was probably grass on both fields. There was a lot of... They, they definitely <laughs> was some bushes that needed trimming. Hey, now. Uh, thanks so much for uh, listening tonight, 888-787-4827, 888-787-4827. That's a toll-free number from your landline phone. Or, you know, we have the text line. If you just want to text in your witty commentary, your uh, humorous anecdotes, you don't even have to identify yourself, 773-559-5189. That's the number to the text line where magic is promised. Yes, sir. So the Cubs, big news in your uh, part of town here, right here in the uh, right down the street from the Larcher and Lawrence Studios, 
uh, of course, uh, me at my sports desk and you at your uh, sports table. Yeah. Um, you got uh, the uh, Cubs. They fired after my suggestion. I've been hinting at this all year. Yeah, I mean, you know this. Yeah. And my suggestion and my whim after having a phone call with my buddy um, Theo Epstein. Oh, yeah. Yep. We talked. Hoyer? Were you talking to Hoyer, too? And uh... Didn't talk to Hoyer. I just talked to Steen. Okay. Me and, me and, Ep, Epstein, me and, Ep, yeah. me and Ep go way yeah. back. We go way back. Okay. So we were talking. I was chatting. And I'm like, hey, the listen, brother. I mean, come on, man. This Swain guy, he's he's not working. He's not developing. He's not getting the players with the swings we need to win a World Series yeah, yeah. in a couple of years. So as okay. chief consultant of your Chicago Cubs, um, Thee kind of said to me, he's like, listen, Larch, I agree 100%, man. You're jiving when I speak, and I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. The dude, I swear to God, he texted three people. Next thing you know, the guy was fired. There it is. Done. Remember, last year, the last game of the season, you hung out with uh, with Dale. You and us. I did. Went, you guys uh, did a little hanging out. We sang what, a little song. What, did, uh, what advice did you give to him at that point that uh, the season went so well for him? At, at To who? To Theo? Yeah, or when you were hanging uh, out. No, when you were hanging out with Dale last year. Were you way? ambushing him? Did you want him gone? What did you tell him on his last day here in town? Okay, last. I didn't want to share this, but now that he's fired, I'll make it public. Please do. You know, we ran. I ran into him at the little karaoke bar down the street, and I, I, I said to him, I said, "Listen, Dale, yep, you really need to string some wins together. This is unacceptable. This is embarrassing to the city of Chicago. You have aldermen yelling. They well, he wants to put things in his butt. You have, uh, you got weird stuff going on. They, uh-huh. they want to build bridges to nowhere at Wrigley Field." And you're sitting there with this losing Cubs team in a history of losing and a culture of losing. And brother, my man, amigo, uh, compadre, I said, I looked him right in the eyes and I said, Dale, man, here's the deal, brother. You go ahead, you win some games, you impress some people, you're going to be a legend in this town. You're going to open up steakhouses, taco houses, you're going to open up a bunny ranch. And he said, Val, I believe, man, next year I'm getting us into the playoffs. He, well, maybe that's why you got so mad at him, because he didn't get him into the playoffs no, this year. he didn't. He they failed. had another bad year, so you called up Fee, as I, you called him. I called Fee up. And you made it happen. T.E. Uh, on the short list, everybody has him, Girardi. Yeah. Uh, the oh, Yankees be nice. are making, they're making a big offer, offer to him right now. Uh, on the short, I'm really, I mean, it seems like the obvious choice. It's the, uh, the high-profile choice right now, uh-huh. right? It's the big choice that everybody wants to make. But really, on the um, we have a phone call. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Our producer Lauren just gave us the fingers. She gave us the phone call symbol. But anyway, ra- wrapping that up, uh, uh-huh. it's the uh, the high profile pick. Would you right be happy now. with Girardi? I try to pretend like I'm not wanting that or like I'm not like uh-huh. hoping for it, but I am. Yeah, he's a uh, two time Chicago Cub. Two time Chicago Cub. Grew up right around Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. It's a, it's the popular pick. Near it, turn, it, it, it would turn Peoria straight back into a, like, because they always have that fight between the Cubs and the Cardinals down there because yeah. it's close enough. I guarantee you'd lean back up this way towards the north side if Girardi came in there. And you know what they say about uh, Peoria? What's that? If it plays in Peoria, it'll play anywhere. All right. Did you know you that? Go. What's that? Look that up someday. That's a real saying. Okay. Yeah. If it plays in Peoria, it'll play, it'll play anywhere. anywhere. That sounds good. That used to be the old Broadway saying. I'll be darned. Yeah. Al Archer, we got a phone call. Our guy uh, Ferrari is on the line. He's cruising on yeah. in. Our guy Ferrari is on the line, and uh, our producer Lauren, it's working out really well now. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for letting me know with the uh, with the finger call. But 
Jason Ferrari, welcome to the Larcher and Lawrence and Sports Show. Good evening, gentlemen. Were you? Were you? Uh, it, it's been the first time you called in since uh, Lawrence started uh, producing the show over there. True. Were you yeah, surprised I got you didn't just get our wonderful voice. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. That's fancy. I like it. Yeah. So how you doing, Jason? Pretty good, man. It's uh, uh, it's marathon season at Nike, so I'm pretty much sleeping at the office. So this is a nice uh, nice break. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. Other um, than that, uh, football season's on, and I can I keep forgetting baseball exists. So that's new, and that's what's going on in the sports world for me. Yeah. Well. Hey, we got to talk about it. The uh, the Detroit Lion game, perhaps. Maybe we got to bring that up a little bit with you. Al here, he went to the game. Hello. Was Scotty there with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty was there. He was there. He was very uh, excited. That son of a bay. Yeah, he should be because it's the first time his team has like won anything. We almost traded him for oh. another guy, but the guy got stage fright in the bathroom, so Scotty stayed. <laughs> nice. That'll do it. Uh, if you ask him, he almost sat outside of the stadium to watch the game, in fact. You were so far back up, right? We, I mean, we were up there. We, we were definitely high. Yeah. Were you in the 400s? No, we were in like the 316s. Austin 316. Okay, yeah, because the 400s, it's not bad when you first get there. But if you have a couple of beers, yeah, getting up and down, not good. It was just awesome to be there, you know what I mean? But... It's one of those oh, things yeah, where football is definitely a sport you want to watch at home these days, but yet you still have the urge and the need to go to a game every now and then. So it's kind of that weird balance. Tell uh, tell the people Agreed. in Jacksonville that. Oh my God! Uh, they, they can't, can't even they, you can't even get people to come with free beer. Oh yeah, that's right. They were offering free beer down in Jacksonville, and uh, did they go through with that show in the red zone through the whole game? Do you know I think so. I heard about that, but I don't know if they ended up doing it. That and uh, they were flying uh, planes over with banners for T-ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, what that. a shit sports town, man. That's just sad. Man, it, it's something else. A couple weeks back, they were scrolling along their, uh, during their live feed. I believe the CBS affiliate had to apologize because they couldn't show uh, the Manning brothers play each other, uh, Denver against New York Giants. So they scrolled across. We apologize, but uh, due to rules with the NFL... They had to show that game. Apparently, they were getting tons of calls about it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, the owner does have the best mustache in sports, though. I mean, that's the one thing that's going for them where you got to be like, wow, I'm jealous of the Jags. Yeah, he's like the the Indian uh, Raleigh Fingers. Yeah. Before we actually talk sports, uh, speaking of mustaches, I uh, I know you're doing the Dick and Dash Ferrari. Did I see that right? Yes, uh, I think I don't know if Brent signed up on my t- particular team, but I think he said he's in too. Okay, um, I'd like to get signed up for that. It's uh, what the last day of November. Yeah, it's the thirtieth, and um, yep. there is a cut. I think there's four people who texted me today, and we're still able to sign up under uh, Fear the Stash, which is our team name. So okay, if you are want the other to, spots the noon out? start time? Okay. Uh, Every so the only two start times are noon and one as of yesterday. Uh, the people okay. were able to sign up for noon today under our team. Okay, I got you. All right. And how many people on a team are you looking to have, or how many? Is there a limit? 
I'm no, it, uh, there's no limit. It's just like when you put the team name, it says, would you rather be on a large team? So I think the more the merrier. I just want to roll with a huge group. Fear the stash. All right. Um, I'm going to talk it over. I'll figure it out and uh, try to get into that. I know that they've been talking how the spots are. Now, if this out. is a true Dick uh, Dash deal, do they allow the segues in there? What's that? <laughs> do they allow the segues? I might show up dressed as Dicka to the nines riding a segway. I would be in if that was the case. Stash with if the they allow opening. that, that'd be hilarious. If you could get me a segway too, I'll dress as Buddy Ryan. Oh, we can just roll down the road. We'll see who gets carried How off. How do you do that? Just, just wear glasses. Like what? What would a Buddy Ryan costume be? He's gonna have to thin out his hair a little bit. I'll make it work. And uh, those huge glasses, like the prescription ones. Hell yeah. yeah! I guess so. Get like a nice white like suit jacket. Yeah, I'm in, man. I'm Buddy. Hey. A white suit jacket. Are you going as the colonel? <laughs> I might have some popcorn poppers along the way. Let's <laughs> perhaps talk about a certain... Uh, yeah, let's talk about the game a little bit. Uh, didn't turn out the way we expected. Uh, what did you see in that game, Jason? Um, let's see. Which side of the ball do you want to start on? Let's, uh, let's start on the offense. Why not? All right. Um... I think the unfortunate thing about uh, this game is, and, and you know, you've heard the rumors about gap assignments and all this crap, and that, that's just ridiculous. Um, I think we had a pretty solid game plan going into it, but then, you know, when you go behind, they had to, as we saw for the last two seasons, that they have to go to the air, which in Jay Cutler's hands, and I'm, I am not blaming this game on him completely, um, Right. We have to air it out. I think he threw 40 passes, which that should not happen. That should not happen against a Detroit team, considering their safeties are leading the league in picks. So, you know, Forte obviously broke off for a nice run. The line was open in some holes. I think Forte made some bad reads, and then we had to go to the air. So it's just when you're playing from behind, I don't know what what is expected, but obviously towards the end there, um, they made a little bit of a push, and I think Tressman got the play calling more right, but – too little, too late. Yeah, from an observer in the fan, in the stands, sitting the whole field, Jay Cutler looked absolutely bad. I mean, his his interceptions were terrible. He wasn't always necessarily even rushed in the cases of those picks. When I when I was watching it on the the first interception, uh, the defender made a, made an excellent play there. Uh, that was a huge play. Delman. It was huge. Yep. Yeah, he made a great play, but then Jay started making bad plays, and a lot of it watching it. Uh, from my seat anyway, uh, over at the local uh, establishment here. I thought after, especially after he went down, uh, when he kind of tweaked the knee and we wondered what that was, uh, I thought he looked a little scared maybe after that. He wasn't planting his feet. He wasn't doing anything. It seemed like he was back to, uh, you know, fearing uh, before Trestman was around. He not not nearly as confident as, as he has been all year. You know, I I know this is, it's weird, it's medical, and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but I've, I'm starting to notice this and feel pretty confident about it. First three games this year, he had that like competitive look. He was smiling. He was talking on the sidelines, even if they were behind. He had diabetes face in this game, man. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Like He looked like Diabetes crap. face? Seriously, Dr. Ferrari, what's going on over there? I'm telling you, man, I honestly, like, his. whenever he has a totally horrible game, his demeanor is just like he doesn't even, you know, it's. 
I think it's whenever the, the, the critics hate it, they hate this guy. He's got that face. He just looked like he looked like crap. He didn't look healthy. I don't know. It's I, it's not I even an excuse. I just think man, that's got to affect him in some way because he looked looked run there, down and awful. The bags under under his eyes were darker in the game there, and I'm not sure if that's because they were playing indoors or if it's this new. Uh, oh, God, <laughs> what poor lighting? On here. I did notice. That. I feel like I'm on the chew. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not talking I'm about it in a car accident. All right, to humor you guys, this week I will look at Jay Cutler's droopy eyes and see if he's got the beat of space. Man. He, <laughs> he just wasn't good. Jason, the bottom line is without without uh, the three interceptions and the fumble, I mean, they, they they necessarily had a chance to win the game. If he just had two turnovers. Things, well, yeah, uh, your chances of, of winning a four-turnover game are kind of ridiculous. But uh, I think... You know, you, you play from behind, and obviously one of the biggest problems, when I think since I we haven't talked about this, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been able to talk to you guys since the season started, is the defense is not getting off the field. I mean, no. you know, I, and I don't, even, I, I don't even know where to start with it, and I think I have some thoughts as to what they can do to make an adjustment, which needs to happen really fast considering who they're playing this week. No um, kidding. But... The defensive. I mean, there's no other way to, to. There's no way to avoid the defensive line being being an issue. Um, not in their gap control or things like that, but just a non-existent pass rush. And I know Melton going down is an issue, but you know what? We've played without Tommy Harris before and went to the Super Bowl, and he came back. You know, in the yeah. playoffs. So the you know the guy in the three technique is important, but he was playing a lot of games before or a couple of games before this and wasn't doing anything. So, no, no. The size, um, the size of that defensive line is concerning. I mean, what's his name is turning out to be a real bust out there. Uh, the rookie from uh, McClellan, uh, he, he's getting pushed around. He just doesn't have the size to be out there, and they're running right at this guy. And I don't blame him. I'd keep running. Right. But huh. this, I mean, this week, I mean, you know what? I, I'm not gonna lie. Ever since Reggie Bush came in the league, I have had. I don't even know if zero is a good enough number. I've had negative respect for him. I think he – I thought he was going to be a complete bust. And when you make that uh-huh. guy look good running through the middle, your defense is yep. having – oh, my God. that's It's an absolute no, embarrassment. Major issues, and, and it does start at that front line. Bush looked like a like, – he looked like a Hall He looked like Adrian Peterson, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Uh I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from that team and what, and what they had. I mean, that Detroit defense, they – they stepped up and they they owned us. Uh, the defense. Well, yeah, did, you know, but, I mean, but but why do you think the defensive backs are doing so well? Because they have four stud defensive linemen. I mean, mm-hmm. our yeah. guys are having to cover people all over the field, and because you know because the, the the quarterback has all day. I mean, Stafford. I mean, I don't think he's the greatest quarterback in the world, but that guy throws. He, I mean, what is he like? He's got to be close to the all-time leading passer in Detroit if he isn't already, just because the guy throws for. Four grand a season, even right, when he's yeah. and, and he's hurt a lot. Yep. So I mean, you've got Calvin Johnson, and then after that, you've got nothing other than Nate Burleson, who apparently breaks his arm and thinks he's still going to get a thousand yards this year. He's just an idiot. But did he say that? I yeah, he did that. today. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, no, no. Yeah. Have the, you ever seen Matt Stafford in a Madden game? No. He looks like he has Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. No, he really does. Come on. It's, just, I'm not trying to be insulting. I swear to God, if you were to bad in game, you'd be like, wow, that's not right. So it makes him hard to like. When I uh, when I used to do the radio show with uh, with McCaffrey, um, he was he was <laughs> he was one of the guys. I think McCaffrey used to just call him Fat Face because he's one of those players like Roethlisberger who just has a huge fat face. Yes, he does. Yeah. And how about so us taking it to Ben Roethlisberger and beating those Pittsburgh Steelers? Why why are you bringing that up? Huh? I'm just You're trying to relive the past. Trying to relive the past. Back when we were three and zero, baby. <laughs> we um, listened. I don't know. Have you guys been talking about? Oh, go ahead. What I, I, you know, I haven't. Like I said, I've I've been away for a couple of weeks. But have you guys been talking about what you think the problems are on defense? Uh, let's let's take the defensive line out because that's just a given, especially the type of defense we're running. Well, yeah, we were talking about that before Melton went down. Of course, I've said it since training camp. This team can't tackle. Well, that's I remember. You know what? The funny thing is, I was thinking about you. Al, like, during the game this week, and that question keeps getting asked. If you notice, whenever Briggs gets interviewed, yeah, um, they ask. that's one of the first things they ask him is, do you think that the reason you guys are having problems tackling is because there was no problem or no tackling in training camp? I mean, yeah, I'd say that there's something to that, but at the same time, these I mean, these guys are professionals. If you don't know how to tackle by now, I'm – I don't know what to say about that. I mean, sure, they've been doing it their whole life. And there's getting your body prepared for it. And, you know, I, I mean, I remember just in high school football, those first couple of weeks were tough. But then after, after you got hit and you were, your body was rocked over and over and over again, you became conditioned to it and you weren't afraid of it. And it just it, it was easier to get into your instincts. And I don't, I don't know that those instincts are there. I think they're spending too much time teaching the peanut punch and not enough time teaching some basic squat and leverage i think yeah i think you're well i mean obviously like turnovers have always been a focus and i'm glad that happens but i think another thing is they're they're missing their gaps it's it's a big problem and the linebackers all of them including briggs are taking bad angles yeah and then the running back is past them i mean it's it's one thing that's you know when you got a 200 pound guy running full speed through the hole to try and get them head on, but when you're running at them from a bad angle and trying to leg tackle them, it's not going to happen. And then, the, you know, then the the pressure's all on the corners, and if they're locked up in coverage, it's two safeties. Who knows where they are on the field? Because in a cover two, you cover halves of the field. So, I mean, we we usually don't have problems with runners, but I'm just I, I think there's problems all around. But it all starts up front. I mean, even at, like Tillman hurt, he still locked down Calvin last week. So. Yeah, he did. He did an alright job. He couldn't be on the and field. The guy had what fifty-four times. yards. Yeah, I know oh. he scored a touchdown, but he couldn't. Have, he couldn't have been in better position. It's just Calvin Johnson. I'm You're pretty lose concerned those. with the uh, with the peanut Tillman injury. Uh, it looks like it might be something that could linger. Uh, what's your concern level? I think I think the same thing. I mean, it's because it's double. You know, he's got some knee issues and he's got a groin pull. I, you know, I don't know how you can think about it in a, in a sixteen-game season. Minus, you know, without the playoffs, like how can you, how can a groin injury heal? I don't think that, I don't think that's possible unless you sit. And we well, can't afford to have him sit. Age, I mean, Zach Bowman's going to take his spot. Yeah, that is yeah, going to stick exactly. around. Yeah. Ferrari, I'm telling you, I am a 34 year old man, and I, I hurt my quad in a kickball league. You just hurt my nose a couple months ago, and that injury's still lingering. It's still lingering. I can hardly do a show. And it's still lingering. <laughs> Uh, I had a high I got, ankle I got, sprain. I got, 
Yeah. My thoughts here. I think his ass just sprang. My thoughts. I don't know what you're talking about, Larger. Yeah. Are that uh, are that uh, three three the three big things? Uh, two of them we've talked about. Jay Cutler having uh, not having a good game or having a bad game. He just had a bad game. Not getting the turnovers is my second thing. Uh, the turnovers and it it kind of started. My my turning point with that was with this team giving up all the yardage that we've had. Thank goodness we've had the turnovers. Well, we had we we got we got them to fumble the ball trying to get the ball across the end zone. We did. That ball fell right back into his hand, and for me, that yeah. was one of the turning points of the game. That definitely was a breaking point. They were they were slipping into the other people's hands. That's when they started breaking bad. So without those, and then the other thing is uh, the uh, they they took Hester out of the game, or when most of America started watching Breaking Bad, one of the two. There you go. Right. You um, know what? And ordinarily, when when that happens, it gives yeah. us good field position. But that was not the case this week. I mean, it's. It was an all-around thing. I, I, you know, I obviously they came out right. they better in the second half. They played I've one, one, in, well, there are more than one encouraging things, but I mean, one of them, the most encouraging things that I've seen in every game this season is for the first time in a long time we're playing four quarters of football. Under Lovey, oh, yeah. we would just piss out in the, in the fourth, and this is not like that at all. And I like that. I mean, you, I think they're buying into what Trestman is saying. It's just. They got their ass kicked. They were outplayed in every phase, which doesn't happen against Detroit often, but they're a, they're an improved team. So, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, obviously, Bush gives them another dimension. He actually replaces – he's their second receiver. You know, he he may look like a stud running this week, but that guy spends a lot more time in the slot. I mean, but well, we're just outplayed, yeah. you know, and it's – We what all it saw is. this coming, not necessarily this game. I think we were all kind I of feeling it for actually this week. But the question is, I mean, we, we, knew, we knew a loss was coming, and we knew we'd probably lose big at some point this season. How do we respond? How do we come back from it? And it's going to be tough going against now a top-five team in the New Orleans Saints who, who are yet to lose a game this season, coming to Soldier Field to play a pretty tough game here. You know, uh, how, how do you see this Bears team faring back at home? Yeah, this is... This is not the matchup you want to have. Well, I don't know. I think it's twofold. But <laughs> on, on one side, it's not the matchup you want to have coming out coming out of this kind of game, considering what this offense always has been with Drew Brees at the helm. No matter who's receiving, that guy connects with eight, nine guys, different guys a game. What did he, he, what did he pass Tarkenton this week? He's probably on track for getting another 5,000 yards. The guy's a stud, and that's, that's one thing, you know. But – I, I'm hoping they approach this like, God, we just got embarrassed, and now we have a chance to go and play a team that people might consider a Super Bowl contender. You know, I don't know. That's the mental side, but I have some. Thoughts I think if you win this game, defense. you're right back in there in the talks of a team. Oh, that absolutely. Could... I mean, and that's that's obviously record-wise and mentally. If you go in and you beat this, or if they come in and they, you know, you beat them at home, I think that does a really good thing for the team. But that can only do so much considering the deficiencies on how crazy is this? I'm saying deficiencies on the defensive line because we don't really have them on the offensive line. And it's kind of nice. Yes. They are not the biggest problem as they have been for the last 10 years. Yeah. Just about. So, yeah, but I mean, I, I was thinking about this before I called in about what I think the defense can do. I mean, I know that we don't have a lot of personnel, to replace Melton and stuff, but I like Collins. 
I'm hoping that they give the rookie Minter a shot because he looked pretty good in preseason and he's just he's young blood. Um, maybe he rotates in and out with Paya or the three of them rotate in and out, and then the new guy they brought him, Landon, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, did uh, Minter dress last week? No, because this new guy came in. Did Landon Cohen? I think his name is. Okay. Um, but I hope Minter dresses, and what I'd like to see is a little more rotation uh, in the linebacking core. I think, and I'm not saying that, that Bostic needs to start. I understand why he's not. But the guy's an athlete. He's a hitter. He causes turnovers, and he and he's good in pass coverage. I mean, that's the kind of thing where you keep that guy out there instead of constantly going to the nickel and putting the pressure on Isaiah, Isaiah Frey. I just, yeah. I don't know. I want to see Bostic on the field other than special teams because I think he proved that he deserves at least to be out there, at least rotate him in and out. I, in and out I'm with you on that. Play. I'm with you on that. Um, Did you hear the vice president of the New Orleans Saints called the Bears a bunch of thugs? What? No, yeah. that was the Lions. Oh, the Lions. Yeah, the Lions. That's yeah. right. The Lions called us thugs. The Lions had the audacity, the gall. Well, they probably us thugs. They probably saw the 15 of you guys walk in there jumping off the, the Tiki bus stumbling your way in there, and that's why they thought that all of Chicago was stuck. Well, that's possible. As you, Can't deny that. As you walk by a burned-out building going to the stadium. Very sad. Very they were tragic. calling the players thugs, too, which is an interesting an interesting insult, uh, considering okay. they've led the NFL. They actually beat the Bengals in arrests. You know how much of a feat that It's not a feat. That's horrible. <laughs> the Bengals are like the prison team, and the Lions have more arrests. Well, the Bengals took that title from the Cowboys. The Bengals took that title from the Cowboys. Now, the Lions have gotten it from the Bengals. Irvin left with all the cocaine. Yeah. Uh, And Burleson probably would have been arrested, too, had the the cop not been in on it. That's my guess. Oh, you know what? I I wanted to talk to you guys about this real quick. I don't know. Did you see that um, uh, McKinney and some guys in Baltimore were arrested with an incident with strippers? I did see that. Um, Brian yeah, McKinney was the guy who was the ringleader on the boat in Minnesota. That guy cannot get rid of strippers, man. <laughs> Are you? He was on the Vikings. Yeah, he was the guy. It was his birthday, and this in Baltimore, it was his birthday. So this guy just hasn't <laughs> learned, man. He gets strippers on his birthday, and he gets arrested. You would think you would learn your lesson there with that kind of buddy. unbelievable, man. That guy. Rory, well, that's, uh, that's some of the best insight we've gotten all show. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I read yeah, that. I didn't I realize. Like, oh my that. god! Uh, wow, <laughs> it's totally yep. true. It's hilarious. All right, hey, Jason, I appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, we'll have to do this again sometime soon during the season. Sounds good. Appreciate you being there. Thanks, Jason. All right, man. Have a good rest of the show. Have All a good right. one, brother. Thank you so much. Later. Doors closing. Hey now, Al. How do you feel about the game? Uh, I'm nervous. I, I, I'm damn near nervous. I'm and, a little more nervous. Yeah, I mean, this is this is gonna be a tough one. This is really gonna see. This is the test that we've been waiting for. I said that last week against the Lions game, but this week I really mean it. This is the week where it's like, wow, what? How do we respond? How does the Tressman era respond to some bad incidences? And and that's what we're gonna see. Um, you know, he's seen it all play out. We are a quarter of the way through the season now. We're 75%. That's not bad. 3-1. and one. If we go 3-1 and one every quarter of this season, we're going to end up 12-4, and four, Al Larcher. Wow. 
Wow. That's how math works. That's pretty good math. I, I like that kind of math. And, you know, President Bush talked about fuzzy numbers, and that's what I'm hoping. They're not fuzzy numbers. Yeah. Well, it was nice to talk to you, Ferrari. That's been a while. Guys, you can call in and join us right now. Um, in just a moment here, we're going to grab Lauren. We're going to jump on, and uh, we're going to do a little bit of uh, the Larcher versus Lauren versus Lawrenson versus Lauren. She gets twice. Okay. For her two wins. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm hoping Larcher's got the big win this week. We're talking about how hold wonderful tight. I, I don't am. know That's yet who But I'd also like to say uh, hello to the, uh, to, the, to the young lady who just uh, tuned in from out in Kirkland. How you doing? There she is. Uh, uh, hi, Bonnie. Just give her, give her a shout-out. Yeah. Uh, call in 888-787-4827. 888-787-4827. I'd also like to say hello to guest 12514 in the chat room. That's a unique name to choose. Are you there? I think that is a. It's almost like a prison number. Chances are those are Raider fans, and that's his uh, inmate number. You know, before the thing we said, Joe Girardi, and I, I want that. I do, Al. I, I can admit that as a, as a Chicago Cubs lifelong fan. Uh, from the as a Chicagoan, I want it to happen too. You want Joe Girardi? Yeah, I would like having Joe Girardi. I think when you take something from a winning organization. Like the Cubs took Theo from Baltimore. Yep. Like we took Mark Tressman from the Alouettes. Oh, all right. You, you get magic, and I think that's what's going to happen. We'll magic. take uh, Girardi from probably the greatest team in the history of baseball. Whoa. Actually, hey. the greatest team Don't. in the history of baseball. Yeah. And, and hopefully we some of that will We got Jay Color from the Denver Broncos. No. That so, yeah, I mean, that's good. Yep. Uh, let's talk about our pick and I suppose we should talk about last week. Stick them, lick them, pick them. Lauren, you want to talk about pick them's maybe? No, maybe? pick them, lick them, stick them. I said pick them's maybe. Oh. But it sounded like pick them's baby. I meant nobody puts maybe in a corner. That's what I was talking about. I'll be darned. Um, the pool's been going crazy. Uh, week one, of course, Lauren won 88 to 83 to 84. Uh-huh. Week one. I had 83, you had 84. Week two, our guest Chad, Chad Briggs, is on here, and uh, he took it that day. Chad took it 107. And he hasn't been invited back since. No, yes. Yeah, I had, I had number, I had number, I had 98 in that one, week two. Al, you came in pretty close with 92. You and I still sticking pretty close there. Yeah. And Lauren uh, brought up the rear, rear that week. Uh, so she went from first to last. Uh, week two, she had 75. Uh, if we bring it back to uh, to week three, Lauren won that one. How okay. about that? So two wins. 133 to 111 to 80. Guess Cappy took up the rear there. Yeah. 76. He's welcome back anytime. I've never taken Cappy that. Cappy is right. welcome back whenever he'd like. Come on That's in, right. play pick him with us, and it's good. And then this week, our past, uh, this past week, uh, Lauren, I got to tell you, uh, it was just us again. We didn't have a guest. Uh, you had 73 points this week. Um, it is your weakest showing. Ah, oh, the luck ran out. No. Seventy-three. Yeah, you're. That's on. not good. No, you had seventy-three. That's uh, it's your. It, you, you fell behind again, but uh, you, if you go by what do you call that? Numbers, trends, trends, trends. If you go by trends, you're bound to win next week. You know. I'm feeling good. Are you? Um. Okay, so let's get to the other two. What do you people? want to get to? The other two people. Well, the other two people scored seventy-nine and ninety-one respectively. Uh huh. Seventy-nine and ninety-one respectively. Al Larcher, you scored 79 oh, points. Oh, for God's sake. And the winner this week and champion, the first 
of the of uh, the larger and lords between us. Uh-huh. I, I finally I finally won the week with a whopping ninety one points. Oh, I just Gosh, Cleveland darn, Browns. How did man. that happen? The Cleveland Browns again. I hate the Browns. Let you, me tell you how much I hate that Cleveland team and their stupid colors and their the, the dopey dog pound. I know why they moved that team out of that town, and uh, it's a shame they brought it back. You put your most points on them too, didn't you? Losing. See, and I, I didn't put nearly as many on them. I think I had about five on them. So. Oh, well, whoop-dee-doo. Yeah. Um, so we're a quarter of the way through the Larcher and Lawrence and Pickums. Uh, oh, you got the running tally third now? Third place has 275 points. Second place has 369 points. And first place has 383 points. Al, do you want to take a guess at where you are in that? Well, because I just looked at your sheet, I would say I'm third. <laughs> you are in dead last. You are over 100 points behind the leader. Okay. I'll just, over 90 points behind second place. You know, I feel like on the Fox pregame show when, uh, when Howie, not Howie, but Terry Bradshaw would come in last place. You know, you know he knows what he's talking about. It's just sometimes the picks don't work, and you, you, you should dance with Hubrunger, and I haven't been. Well, I didn't bring her myself, but uh, Lauren, you're not doing too shabby. You're not very many points away from me, and that, the way that you could score, when you scored, you had your almost when perfect score, week. I score, big. You had an almost perfect week in week three with your 133 out of 136 points. I know you can do it. Al, I don't have quite as much faith in you to come back, but I'd start with winning the second quarter. All right, pay attention to win the second quarter. Clark, I am going to kick your ass. Why is that? I'm sorry I didn't take this week too serious. If if you work hard and pay attention a little bit, I believe in you, Al. I believe in you. Lauren, keep up the good work. Thank you. My God. Let's get on to this week. Uh, Where are we going to start? Well, we should probably just start at the top, Clark. Where where, where do you want to start? Would that be okay? Seattle. And I, I hope to God you put 14 points on the games this week instead of 15. Well, I had... I have 14 on the uh, on St. Louis over Jacksonville. Who do you have 15, I have 15 points, points on? points on San Diego. There is no 15. So no. that's a zero, so you lose. I'm just kidding. Okay. I got to figure it out this week. I got to figure it out this week for you. Hey, um, by the way, last week you uh, you had a very interesting thing to say about um, what you thought of the total points scored category. Uh-huh. You got a uh, quote? Well, when when. When you look down at the total points scored on a Monday night football game, and I I wrote in last week, I wrote in a number, and you wrote in a number for years last week. Nope, you didn't write in a number. You just said, up your ass, with an arrow pointing at it. So Al doesn't want a tiebreaker. If he ends with a tie, it's up your ass, and you can have it. <laughs> this might be why you're in dead last. Oh, this is why I had problems in school. I got Cleveland over Buffalo with nine confidence points. Again, it's 1 through 14. That's how the confidence game goes. Put 14 on the one that you're most confident with. If you'd like to play against us, tweet it, tweet your picks at us for this week. Tweet them at us. Text them to us on the L. Archer hotline. Or put them on our Facebook Or page. if you want to send me pictures of you twerking, um, please. At, at What's Archer, that text line? It's uh, 773-559-5189. Please, uh, just the ladies. Thank you. About eight minutes left in the live. Okay. Well, how'd you pick that game? All right, Thursday. I am taking Cleveland. How many points? Six points. All right. Buffalo with twelve. Wow, she's got some confidence there. Why? What makes you decide on Buffalo? Guy on Buffalo. 
We showed her those videos, and she's going to pick uh, them all. Uh, hopefully, going to hurt her. Hopefully, you did it at the midway point of a soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> um, I picked Chicago over New Orleans. Likewise. That's gave, a mistake, but I did the same. I gave it one point. Me being the true Bears fan, Harry, <laughs> gave it five points. The last two weeks, <laughs> the last two weeks, I've picked more than you on that, pal. Come no, on. the last week. The last, the last okay. one week. Lauren, who did you pick? Chicago. All right. How many points? She's got the most confidence in them there, Al. How about that? Well, okay. My pick of the week, my lock of the week, I only put five points on it, Cincinnati over New England. Really? Because I am taking New England with four points of confidence. Whoa. I'm taking New England with 11. There she is. That's... Do you consult with some kind of experts, uh, some sort of agency? I just, I just Al, you made a mistake. You, you filled out yours before she did hers. Or are you going to jump ahead? Ladies and gentlemen, the Larcher Lock of the Week with 14 points of confidence. I am going out on a limb, and I'm taking the St. Louis Rams over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Lauren, how do you like that game? Similarly, I, too, chose St. Louis with 13. I chose St. Louis with 13. All right. Lauren, how did you see the matchup of the team out of Maryland in Baltimore in Miami? Miami. Oh, you took the U. How many points? The U. Seven. Seven points. You know that Keith Whitley song, Miami, Miami? Nope. Good song. Well, uh, I'm taking, get out of here. I am taking the other team. I'm taking the Ravens. Oh, wow. I got the Ravens. With three points. Six points. Ravens. Uh, myself, uh, I'm taking Philly over the New York Giants. And what I feel like is a, uh, is a stretch here. I'm putting a lot of points on them. Got 11 points on Philly over wow. New York. The, large, the Lawrence and stretch of the week. Yeah, it's the stretch of the week. New York's that bad, though, man. Yeah. I, I, got, yeah. I, I feel Philly. I similarly took Philly with eight. I took the Giants with seven. I believe in the New Yorkers. Again, it's the Larcher versus Lawrence versus Lauren confidence pool. Um, how'd you feel about that? Well, your new, your new favorite city, Detroit. Uh, at Green Bay, Al. I picked the Packers with eight points of confidence. Eight points behind the Packers. I think they're the top team in this division right now. Miss Mueller, how do you see it? Packers with three. I got Detroit with four. I'm uh, taking that Detroit team. Uh, my, I'm going with the away team in the Kansas City at Tennessee matchup. Well, there's a ballsy maneuver. Oh, come on. I got 12 points on them. I got 13 on the Chiefs. I got four on the Chiefs. There you go. She's taking the Chiefs. And let me tell you, the Lawrenson... Upset of the week, I got the Indianapolis Colts beating the Seattle Seahawks, and I put two points of confidence. Wow. I did the exact same thing. That a girl. I was wise and took Seattle on 11 points of you confidence. you got to quit saying that you're wise on the air, because we can go back and listen to that. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. next week, you're going to go, wow, Larcher is dead on. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's just exactly He's back. Uh, for Arizona, at, or Carol- or they're hosting Carolina. Lauren, how do you feel? Carolina won. No, they haven't played it yet. Oh, uh, I got the Cardinals. It's horrible. Come on, Al. Oh, Carolina with two. There it is. Uh, Denver over Dallas is how I see it at Dallas. Ten points. Dallas ten. Denver twelve. Do you know why you picked uh, Dallas on that one? Nope. Okay. All right. Moving on. San Diego at Oakland. I got 14 on San Diego. I have 14 on San Diego as well. 
There you go. You copy my picks this oh, week? Oh, yeah. I got one point on Oakland. Whoa, the upset of the week right there, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, is that in honor of uh, your your fans that called in last week? On that the is. Show? That's for Beavis and Butthead. Houston at San Francisco. I got the San Francisco treat. Ding, ding. Nine points. I have San Francisco for nine as well. Whoop. A strange week. Houston, you've got a victory. I put three points on them. Clark, you got a problem. Was that pretty good? Mainly you're drinking. I haven't had a glass of wine since before the show started. I haven't either. All right. I'm sober again. And now I realize the miserable thing that is this life. Need more booze. Take away the pain of living. Monday, Monday. I'll take the Falcons, the, the Dirty Birds, to down the Jets with 10 points of confidence. I'll be darned. Only time will tell if your pick's there. That's all of Al Archer's picks. Only time will tell if they're good enough to get the deed done. Good luck to you in this second quarter, sir. Jets with five. I, myself, I'm taking the Falcons with seven points of confidence. There we go. Do you know why you took the Jets, Lord? Nope. All right, good. Moving on. So there it is, the Larcher versus Lawrenson versus Lauren Pickham's confidence pool. The guests have scored less points than you now. Good. But they've only played two weeks. All right, we don't need the 183 points. They're not even 100 points behind you. Clark, this is what I call fuzzy math. Okay, fuzzy it's, it's fuzzy math. It's just numbers you're throwing out there that don't necessarily reflect the reality of the situation. You know, the which the is, I'm clearly it's, picking it's the wiser process. games. You know, the, the best answer I give it, it's it's a fluid process. It is. It's a very fluid process. Right, bro, it takes a lot of uh, maneuvering, positioning, strategizing, strategy, strategizing with. Strategery. Thank you, Lauren. Been a pleasure. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for uh, answering the phone calls. We, we it, the show wouldn't be larger, Lawrence's show without her here. Not it, at all. It helps. How about the mutiny that's going on really in like uh, in Bucksland? What's going on in Bucksland? Well, now that they they've leaked, there's a, oh, a rumored yeah. leak with Josh Friedman having some problems yeah. with attention deficit and and, and taking some drugs. And now they they want to trade him, but now he has no value, and nobody knows what's going on. It looks like he could just get cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a I got a little bit that I want to kind of talk about with that um, when we get there, my friend. Uh, in the overtime, maybe. I okay. Mean, we're we're here. Let's, uh, let's not go too long. Uh, no, no, no. Just a couple minutes. That was the live portion of the Lord George's show. Tired, man. Thank you for listening to us on a Wednesday yeah. night. Thank you for listening. Right in the middle of the show on Wednesday, we had Lauren here with us. That was excellent. Thank you so much. Jason Ferrari, thank you for calling in, sir. Pleasure as always. Tweet us during the week. Tweet us during the game, at Larger Lawrenson. At Larger Lawrenson. Has anyone ever tweeted us? We we do get tweets. Really? Yeah, we do. There it is. There's the live show. Shut up for 10 This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Uh, man, I got to tell you, now that we're here in the overtime, now, that uh, beginning of the show, kind of rough. Oh, yeah. Well, when, uh, when the lights went out, it did that, I guess. Yeah, I'm telling you, Clark, that's the government. It might even be uh, Roger Tagley Goodell 
uh, pulling schemes. Did you hear about that? Who's that? One of the guys, I think, from the um, the Saints, or maybe it was the Vikings, claims uh, Roger Goodell was behind the Super Bowl thing. Oh, yeah. No, from Baltimore he claimed that. Yeah. He definitely did. Yeah. He so that- these conspiracies, as much as they seem far-fetched, that could be reality. Goodell could be shutting down this show. Yeah. No, he could. Just to stop us from giving the truth. It's kind of like when the NFL shut down that show. There was a, there was a football program. There on, was. That was on ESPN. Good. Yeah. God, I wanted to say Hard Knocks. That's obviously not it. No, no. It was like a fictional show. They wore blue. Yeah. The, uh, the linebacker, the bald linebacker, was getting old. He, uh, yeah. And there was a running was, back. Uh, he was a graduate of uh, Northern Illinois' oh. uh, theater department. Okay. Yeah. How about that? I do remember there was like an old running back and a young, like, top draft pick running back. Yeah. So this Freeman thing, they, yeah. one thing that's never let out is when a guy has his first uh, slap on the wrist for violating the drug abuse policy. Right. They're saying that the team released that information. Yeah, there's rumors. There's a, there's a lot of speculation going on. Although it doesn't benefit the team at all, having that information out there, destroys his uh, trade value. So it doesn't make a lot of sense either. Well, here's my wonder. Uh, did they leak that information and then they benched him because, like, with that? Or did they bench him and then leak the information so they can kind of let him go? Are they trying to just part ways with him? Well, I, I think they would want some value for him if they could at all get value. Uh, I mean, the ultimate goal seems to be to get rid of him. I I hate to bring it up, but how many bad games would it take from Jay Cutler? I'm a Jay Cutler fan, you know it. But that yeah. was bad Jay this week. It was, was very bad. bad. How many bad games would it take for oh. you to entertain the idea? Maybe Mark Tressman oh, wants a guy who could just control the game. Hold on. Stop the show. Wait a minute. We what? got something what? serious we need to discuss. What do we have to talk about? Jay Cutler and his 317 yards gives Larcher his first win of the victory. So he he got one in the first quarter of the season. Uh-huh. He got one 300-yard game. We got to have five. You need, you five. need five. So right now, I'm looking good with the average. I got four. I got four to one go. One every four games, that's, that's four. Going to be a four. shootout this week at home. This is going to be number two. You're going to start panicking a Now, little. five's a wash in the bet, right? Five's a wash. No, five's a victory. Five for me. For me. No, it's a wash. No, anything five's under five. Five's a wash. No, five is not a huh? wash. Anything under five is a victory. We said it at five and a half. And no, we didn't. I think you need to go back, replay your little shows, get <laughs> find out the information here, because Larcher, clearly, five gets me a stake. I can't wait. Jay Cutler succeeded with 317 total yards. And you know that only happened because we were playing from behind. So I'm, I got to be hoping that we're not playing okay. from behind. Blame it on whatever you want to blame it on, but I won. No, you got it. You, you didn't win yet. I am a champion. Hey, would, you, would you have rather had a 300-yard game with the loss, or would you have wanted a 280-yard game with a victory? Don't insult my intelligence. All right. right. Just checking. I just want um, you to know. And by the way, the Hawks won. Wow, we never got to it. No, nope. it opened up last night. They raised the trophy. I wanted to talk a little fighting. Nobody called to bring it up. We 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 talked a lot of Bears with Ferrari. I love having you and you and Jason Ferrari on the show. I because it's too. a lot of Bears information right there. It's a ton. Larger, thanks for doing the show this week. Thanks. We'll be back next week. 
Find me some better Campbell soup cans. All right. My buddy Casey from New York tuned in tonight. Shout out to Casey. Hey, Casey. It's been a Ricky. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Production. Good night.